0: the
1: Cabe entrar Guatuz, Ese mulato que mide siete pies Y y 169 libras Y cuando ese mulato llega al solar Todo el mundo dice A correr que ahí llegó y El hombre más guapo de La Habana Guatuz, Huatusi ¿Qué quiere? Oye, me dicen que tú eres guapo Mi mm. Todo me tiene miedo. No me digas que a ti te tiene miedo porque yo me bajo con cualquiera. Más grande que yo no hay ninguno. Ah, ah, ah. Vamos a bajarlo. Nos bajamos a todos. Nos bebemos la tarde aquí ahora mismo. ¿Qué pasa? ¡Venga, ¡Ay, Todos, siete tiene grande y feo a no, todo el resto del mundo. No le tenga miedo,
2: Can 금주...
0: This Bye.
5: It's pronounced mutiny. mutiny, mutiny. It's it's pronounced mutiny, mutiny. Oh, uh, my turnoffs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike
3: Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman.
6: Oh, Mike Spiegelman,
7: welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl.
5: Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. How's it going? A uh, bit better.
7: Thanks oh. for asking. <laughs> welcome to our show. You asked, I told We are streaming right now on mutinyradio.fm, San Francisco's own. There's actually several. One of many internet streaming radio stations from the beautiful (laughs) city of San Francisco here in the Mission District. We are on every Sunday 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Why don't you go on a Sunday and listen to us live. Not live, but it streams first. Or subscribe to our podcast at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a YouTube channel, yeah, and you can find that at L W A A F L M. Why do I smell toast? O Y T. All right, so yeah. we the premise is we watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, the audience. You listen to our podcast and watch the video, sound off at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Okay, today we will be watching Who's That Girl. Who's
5: that girl 1987? that's what you put on yes
7: yeah. okay, how can I find who's that girl on YouTube? Uh, you'll go it? to
5: yeah the channel that's hosting it is actually YouTube movies and TV and that's bad news for us because there will be ads if you're right. watching on YouTube, that's no problem. but if you're listening at home and you're syncing with us, so sorry you're gonna have to skip ad as soon as you can.
7: We're, we're we're calling it. We're not very good poker players. We're laying it down on the table. This week's episode may not sync up exactly. There's going to be lag. Right now, we're buffering. So just just bear with us. Enjoy the show this week. Mm-hmm. But next week we'll we'll be we'll be back to normal. How about that? Making promises I can't keep. Uh, well, all right, if you've
5: never done it before. You can keep it.
7: So I'm very excited. Normally, we have a celebrity comedian do our countdown that launches into the movie. But actually, you know, let's, let's back up. If you do want to watch it again, go to Who's That Girl 1987 on YouTube. You will find YouTube itself is hosting it as YouTube's movie and TV. Click the link. Let that commercial play. And then when it plays, let it buffer. And then when it's done, hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero.
5: That's so as much I, work. What a chore. If
7: God, there's only an anything to
5: distract us while well, we did that.
7: So, um, we're really excited. We normally have a celebrity comedian do a countdown, and when they say go, all of us, audience and us, will hit play, and we'll watch the movie together in sync. Today, we have a different guest. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity
5: Countdown, this time with Andrew Smith.
4: Yay, Andrew. So, I, 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 I... I've never had an ovation like that.
5: <laughs> well, I'm very happy to have you on. Uh, Adam Spiegelman, a mutual friend, hooked us up to here together. Right, right. I brought we you on to today. Together.
4: He, he uh, Adam got got me the um, uh, the um, the t- the tape of uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee Jones. Wow, now yeah. that's a friend.
5: That's, that's a friend. There's a
4: friend. Yeah. Now you and talk. I guess you worked with him on The View,
5: is that right? Yeah, on The View. Gotcha. Now, the reason I have you on today is you are a co-author of the film that we're going to watch today called Who's That Girl? So that's, now I'm going back to like 87, but earlier oh, than that, of course, you wrote it. You wrote it with a guy named Ken Finkelman. And I'm wondering... Did you know this was gonna be a Madonna vehicle or were you just writing no, something? No, no, no,
4: you, wait, well, let, let's start at the beginning. Okay. I, I wrote a, a, a spec script, a spec script called Slammer. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 I, and, I, and they sent it around or my agent sent it around and, and Warner Brothers picked it up or something. And uh, they they were obviously looking for something for Ma- for Madonna, and uh, and but the first problem, the first problem was uh, that um, her her boyfriend um, at the time, what's his name? Sean Penn. Sean Penn was in the Slammer, and so they they couldn't <laughs> call it Slammer. So so all of a sudden she didn't want to call it Slammer because she thought it was it would reflect badly on, um, on, uh, uh, Sean. Sean yeah. Uh, and, uh, then, um, so she, and then she had a new, a new record coming out or a new song called who, who's that girl. So that's how it got called who, who's that girl. So I, uh, I, they, so I had my first meeting over there and I remember the, uh, Peter Goober, I guess it, it's who, who I met with, um, uh, and he his first note was uh, to to change the um, the make of the car uh, that uh, the guy uh, f- f- you know drove w- from. Um, I think I had a BMW, and uh-huh. and, he, and he wanted to to change. He insisted on a change to Mercedes. Gotcha. That's his first note. The first thing That's on his mind. That's his first note. That's his first. I'll never forget it. And I went. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I, I, I should have known that my days were numbered because then they 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 promptly two things that they tried to do. My, my script slammer was a very simple script and was a uh, um, about a guy who who um, is is working for a lawyer. He, he's a lawyer. Do you, do, you, do you know? I mean, do you know the story?
5: Well, I've seen the film, uh, so I know that story. I know sometimes the script does not, you know, the yeah. film doesn't.
4: Well, the, the, the story I had was this: this guy, this elderly man, uh, who very proper and 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 well-to-do, um, uh, at one point did a, a pro pro bono uh, job and defended um, a, a woman. Uh, and but he didn't do a very good job, and she went to jail. Right. So so now she was getting out of jail. Her she had served her time, and she was getting out of jail. And he was afraid that she was going to cause trouble in, in his life. So he he assigned this kid who was working for him, a junior lawyer, to go and pick up this gal and take her to the the, um, uh, the bus stop. And put her on a bus and make sure she goes to, to personally, to, yeah, to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to 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 Toledo or wherever she was going to go. <laughs> okay. So so that was and then you know and and then craziness ensues and so forth and so on. But when they got the the script, Warner Brothers decided that that it was a, a romantic comedy. And I mean, this is how Hollywood. Thinks, you know, mm-hmm. they decided it was a romantic comedy, and and the best romantic comedy was bringing up baby. Ah, this is how the cougar shows up. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I remember when I when I went to see it, and I only saw it once. Mm-hmm. But I went and went to see the film. I thought, what the, what, what's going on here? You know, I I, I didn't I didn't do anything. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, they they promptly fired me and uh, on my own script and so Ken, Ken and uh, Finkelman and I never met and uh, oh that was going to be my question okay and I, I I don't know but also Andy Borowitz uh, not Andy Borowitz uh, Andy Breck Andy Breckman uh-huh. uh, uh, who I wrote with on Saturday Night Live also worked on the film okay which I, and which I I, I anyway and, and he's a very broad guy and and, he, and he's very funny and and used to write for uh, uh, letterman and um, but I, I never met any of these guys and I never saw the film and and then I remember at one point and this is when I was still working on the film still had a job they said um, uh, we, we, we want you to go see a film by the guy who's going to direct it. And the guy that was going to direct it, uh, I can't remember his his name. Uh, Richie, yeah. or it's um, uh,
5: so sorry, uh, Foley, James Foley, who was
2: James a Foley. Of one James
4: Foley had had directed a, a lot of her videos. Right. Yes. See? And so, and they said, well, go and see a film." Of, of, of that, his his latest film, James Foley's latest film. Now, James Foley's latest film was horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was like what the hell? What what's going on here? I mean, this is supposed to be. A, I'm I thought I was doing a comedy, and <laughs> and you know, Foley was into murder and yes. killing and dismembering and whatever. I don't know. So. That that I should have known then that uh, I, I and but and and again I, I I got taken off the film because that's what Hollywood does. They always sure. say, you know, fire the writer, and uh, and they put on two two more writers. So that's it. So I guess that must have been at close range, which was the only thing he had yeah. done
5: previously with Sean Penn in it.
4: Yeah, yeah. At, at at close range where they're shooting people in the face. I remember. I remember that they. You know, I went. This is comedy. What? <laughs> you know. So they, there was trouble right from the start because M- Madonna insisted on uh, uh, Foley. Yeah. And, uh, and Foley is a good director, I guess, but but certainly not a comedy director. You know. No. And, uh, he would go on to do
5: Glengarry Glenn Ross, and that's certainly no comedy, but it's it's yeah. a good film. And um, he would do, um, well, other films with big stars, but nothing really so striking. Now, you get a credit in the film, not just screenplay, but also story-by.
4: Well, that's that, that sort of a guild thing, you know, uh, where they try to protect the original writer. And mm-hmm. since story it was by. a spec, and uh, they, you know, they, they say, you know, we'll, we'll give you story-by and... and half the screenplay or whatever, you know. I mean, they, that, that's like a nice thing that the Guild does. They, they protect the original writer gotcha
5: now when you went to see the film it was very different from your script maybe story by isn't fair even though it's on paper what did they retain from the script i mean she's getting out of jail uh this guy goes to pick her up he's actually driving a rolls royce right not a
4: yeah yeah a rolls royce right or something right. yeah yeah that, that that was that was goober's number one note <laughs> yeah so
5: what, um, what, when you saw the film, what in the film did they
4: retain from your
5: original script oh, and you
4: I, were proud of? Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. And, um, I actually tried to sell, resell f- Slammer again. Uh-huh. Because so little had been used uh-huh. Uh-huh. in the, in the final film that I thought, well, I, I can sell this thing again. You know, why not? You know, and, uh, um, um. So I can't remember what they retained, but they didn't retain much. and yeah. and the, and the Cougar and the thing and I and the and the debutantes and all that. Remember right. the the debutantes? I I didn't have any of that stuff. Gotcha. But, but you know it was anyway. It it was a a disaster. Now did a you? Personal
5: disaster. A, a personal disaster. But a did you enjoy
4: disaster. the film? Yeah, because had it been a hit, of course, I'd be dining (laughs) out on it, you know. It certainly was
5: not a hit. Madonna does not really light up the screen. I mean, she was a big pop star, but she just really – the camera didn't like her. She's not – I don't know. Maybe she's not so pretty. What did you think of the film, though? I I thought it was a – what do you mean? Can we speak?
4: uh, Yes, uh, it's – I thought it was a piece
5: of shit.
4: I I thought – I mean – in, in all due respect to the other writers, I mean, it it, it was a mishmash. It was it, it was nothing. Uh, it, it didn't work. It did not work. And and and, and Slammer worked. Uh, if they if they sure, you know, I mean, they, they 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 bought the they bought Slammer for a reason, and I made a lot of money on it, I guess. Wow. But. But uh, um, uh, but it was it, it was awful, and and on the on the other hand, like I said, if it had been a hit, it, it would have uh, you know I, 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 would have, <laughs> That's right. I would have been all, all different. You know,
5: <laughs> we'd be having a very different interview.
4: <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely.
5: So I was looking at your career, and I was surprised you only won two Emmys. That's it.
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think I only. I think I don't know. I was nominated all the time and twelve times. But that's ten losses. You only have two Emmys. <laughs> is that all I I guess I I guess I do only have two 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 Emmys. I don't know. We were nominated, you know, because I was working for the View. Yes, right. You know, which is uh, trouble. And uh, and then they fired me from the View. You know, I've oh, I've been fired from every job that i've ever had that's great in, in, That's a great. including who's that girl i was fired from that you know what a terrific track record that's really yeah great. it's
5: consistent now i want to let the audience know about something you do on instagram and i checked it out after talking with you it's called the morning lines
2: yeah and it's that's right. really
5: clever you take Whatever's going on currently, and you just you sort of like do stand up. I mean, you you craft jokes out of it and give your view. Tell me about this.
4: Well, I I, I did it in in order to get a job. I, I wanted to get a job in late night because I started. You know, my first job was with the Tonight Show, okay. and and uh, and uh, you know writing monologue for Carson, and uh, um, uh, and and so. But, but I couldn't because I'm too old or something like that. But and I, I couldn't break into late late night. I didn't have, know how to do that. And if anybody gotcha. sees this and they want to hire me, please. <laughs> I'm 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 not too proud to beg anyway. Uh, but I I did it originally as a um, as an audition piece. You know.
5: Gotcha. And it's Dude. had legs though. There's over a hundred of them. Uh, you've been well,
4: doing well, it for a long. I started time. out. It started out the, uh, uh, Corona, uh, it started out in 20. I mean, so I've been doing it for four years, oh, four years, Gotcha. four years. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, started out as the, uh, going viral. That, that's was the first, uh, <laughs> uh, going viral. Then, uh, then the daily dose, but, uh, but I kept r- r- running into daily doses of, uh, uh, of uh, uh, religion, you know, they've they oh. uh, daily, daily religion dose, and so then I came up with uh, morning lines, um, plural, uh, and and that seems to work. Uh,
5: now people will find that on Instagram. It's Andrew Smith Writer, one word, Andrew right. Smith Writer. That's or, how they got
4: it. Or, or Facebook, I think it's just Andrew Smith, and or, uh, or YouTube, uh, Andrew Smith. 899 or something. I don't know.
5: Okay, Andrew Smith. Now, everyone at home is poised to watch this great film that you wrote kind of story, right? This great film at the same time as we do here in the studio. So, everyone at home has got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So, why don't you go ahead, Andrew Smith, and give us that celebrity countdown?
4: Okay. Countdown. Three,
7: two. One go. Wow, that was great! Thank you so much, uh, and- Andrew. Right, Andrew
5: Smith. That's right. That's right. Hey, he's he's got a writing credit on this uh, as story by. You know, he's also got the screenwriting credit, but I'm saying because it was his original script, he's got yeah. story by. Even though this that's great, I don't
7: know story we're going to be, I'll be listening to this interview later, but does he talk about Ken Finkelman, the co-writer? He never met the man. He talks about that. Okay, great. Well, I look forward to the interview. So (laughs) this is kind of nice. Usually I hate when movies have animations in the end credits that show scenes of the movie. Yeah, You ever see that? Like in game night, they like, yeah. So this is like an animation that, You were telling me it shows the actual story before the movie starts. Right. The backstory. Right.
5: So what we see here is like a boyfriend of Madonna, whose name is Nikki, and bad guys. Okay. And the boyfriend's mixed up with the bad guys. Now the boyfriend gets pictures of like a rich guy doing something bad. Okay. He's got pictures of it and uh, puts it in a safe deposit box. And then Madonna innocently, uh, like, the bad guys come and, like, kill him, put him in the trunk, you know, and then she just gets in the car and starts driving. Unbeknownst to her, there's some dead guy in the trunk, her boyfriend,
7: and the cops arrest
5: her and she gets thrown in the slammer.
7: I don't know how I would feel if my boyfriend was dead in the trunk. Uh, Goober Um, Peters, does he talk about Goobers and Peters? (laughs) No. No.
5: Andrew Smith, there he is. There he
7: is. Thank you, Andrew.
5: Lose your closed captioning for the nice audience.
7: Do you want me to take it off?
5: Oh, you okay, If actually, if you think it enhances the experience for the audience, you can leave it on.
7: It enhances the experience for me, Carl. I finally get to know what the <laughs> fuck's going on.
5: All right, I'm all about AI and enhancements. Okay, here she is innocently driving. Yeah. Cops, whoa.
7: Do we know any James Foley? God, that name sticks out. He's our Uh, director,
5: and he was Madonna's request. He was the best man at the marriage of Sean Penn and Madonna. They're good friends.
7: Which was after this movie, right? No, no, it was
5: before. Sean Penn and Madonna are married, and Sean Penn is in jail right now at this moment.
7: How ironical. She's in jail, too.
5: Now, Andrew Smith says that Okay, this is the guy from Dirty Harry. This is, yeah. are you feeling lucky, punk? Do you feel like Well, do you? Um
7: He's wearing, the, wearing the same suit.
5: <laughs> the internet claims that Madonna wrote the song, or whoever wrote it, Who's That Girl, and she thought it was a better title. But Andrew Smith thinks that it's because Sean Penn was in the Slammer at the time. They the didn't movie wanna... was supposed
7: to be called Slammer. Yes. Yeah. Internet says a terrible title. They went with the song instead. You're saying it's because her husband was in the Slammer at the time.
5: Yeah. Well, that's what Andrew Smith is saying. And also, <laughs> it was Madonna. See, there was they were filming in December, and there was a big snowstorm, so they had to take a break. So she started working more on her soundtrack, and who's that girl was going on, and she thought it was a better title. And whatever right. you say, Madonna. <laughs>
7: Yeah, right. Simon Donna got it. Well, I mean, Slammer is like, it sounds like two words to me. Yeah? Yeah. Look at that skyline. Beautiful.
5: (laughs) Now, this is an exotic animal. There's only like four in the world. Now, in the real life, it's a cougar. In the movie, it's a blah, 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 blah. I forget. Big same. Somebody has sent a messenger to pick up, unbeknownst to him, this cougar.
7: As a bike messenger, you have to wear that cap in New York City. Now, who's the guy in the center, Mike? Danny Aiello. Danny Aiello. Hey, Papa just wants what's good for you.
5: (laughs) Don't preach. Don't preach.
7: Papa, don't preach. Hey, it's Griffin. Griffin Dunn. This is Loudon.
5: Loudon. He is in. He's a lawyer at an expensive place. He's he, one of his tasks is to get this cougar to this rich guy who loves in helping endangered species. So I'm so. Of course, I love he having just sends stubble. a messenger, you know.
7: Yeah. Hey, Carl, I, I love having stubble. Is like one of the great things about being a guy. But look at Griffin Dunn, man. Baby, smooth. What a shave. Yeah, I have well, best shave in the movie goes to Griffin Dunn. Absolutely.
5: If there was a Opposite, if there was an Oscar for, okay, well, here's saved. our on the left is Wendy Worthington, the the guy that loud, the woman that Loudon is going to marry, and on the right is the mom who's our Star Trek connection. She was in the whales episode in San Francisco,
7: the the whales movie, right in San Francisco, right movie, Uh Star Trek Four. We found Spock. What's up?
5: <laughs> yes that's right i don't you remember who you are the hell i can the hell i the, i forget hey look he's they're putting
7: on a top hat
5: yes well it is a they're not they're they just you know he's a intern so they're using monopoly money
7: so here's he wears, your shoe good. this doesn't fit iron other so is that robert this wall is all
5: arrangements for the wedding you know, getting him sized and fitted and all that sort of stuff.
7: Was that Arliss in the room, Robert Wall himself?
5: I don't know the answer.
7: Did I pronounce Arliss right? It has two money signs at the end. Is it Arliss or (laughs) Ari Money Money? I'm not with you, Mike. Is that
5: the name of the Monopoly guy or something?
7: No, there was a a HBO show in the 80s and 90s about a sports guy named Arliss. Oh, okay, Uh, okay. And it starred Robert Wall, who I think is in the room right now.
5: Oh, okay. So there's a lot of, like, cameo cast things in here that I missed in my research, and that might be one of them. Another one is Stanley Tucci. We just passed a scene in which he was in. Do you know that? What? Really?
7: That's so crazy.
5: He was not a famous person at this point,
7: you know? Yeah, well, they passed the the Tucci on the left-hand side. Never got work. (laughs) that's right they would pass the tucci (laughs) i think your makeup's fine all right there we go yeah um and also i think one of the other guys is a toby uh is a british actor that was in a bunch of lord of the rings movies look at madonna yeah and did you see she's got the safety deposit box key makes no sense it makes no sense. Oh, jailhouse it does, rock. it
5: does make sense. It does make sense.
7: No, but, it doesn't make sense. When you go to okay. jail, you have to take your necklace and put it in that manila envelope.
5: Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. It doesn't make sense.
7: Because she's going to get her manila envelope. Right. She'll get her manila. Ooh, sexual tension. Cut it with a knife at that jail.
5: Now, this is Dad. Dad Worthington.
7: Okay? And Dad... Oh! 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 Ad. Nope. Uh, ad bad ad. We don't like you uh phone app. Okay. Oh, yeah. but, but all right, here now we go. Here's the dad. Dad.
5: Now this is daddy warbucks. It's his name is War. We are
7: at we are at 807 right now, if you're following along. Okay. And I'll um, let you know when we get to 815, 813, 814, 815. Uh, hopefully we're all synced up. We're not. Okay, so, now, this is the guy who was in the
5: incriminating photo. He made some kind of deal with the bad guys. I'm not really following what it was, but it's enough for you to know they've got a photo of him. It'll put him in jail.
7: He also has a Rolodex. What's on the photo that's so incriminating that they have to jail (laughs) somebody for? How long was she in jail with a dead body boyfriend?
5: Yeah, that's what I don't understand. She was in jail for four years, apparently, and this is murder, so what the hell?
7: But, I mean, this guy right here is tinging the glass. I think he's a British actor I've seen in other stuff.
5: Yes, he is. Yeah, that's a great example of one of the I, – I, when I'm scrolling through it, you saw all these faces you know. Yeah. And I just don't have all day – you know, I couldn't – okay, this is the prenup. Now, here's what wow. we missed. Worthington was on the phone with someone learning about Nikki's release. He knew that she was getting on a bus to go to Philadelphia, where she's from. And if she does, everything's fine for him. But if she doesn't, she could be causing trouble for him. So she's going to send Loudon to go get Madonna, Nikki on the bus. All right, that's what we're going to learn. Now, right now, he has he's being forced to sign a prenup. And it includes sexual positions that aren't
7: allowed i saw yeah i saw that its weird that's my adult coloring book too <laughs> not only yeah i love prenup, these
5: adult coloring books right
7: yeah it's it relieves stress <coughs> what you know what will relieve stress some crayons and coloring
5: <laughs> not whacking off
7: <laughs> whoa i never even thought of that i'll be right back <laughs>
2: that
5: never occurred
7: to me <laughs> Why these I my only crayons this is the only red crayon in my hand
5: it's so funny how in your 50s whacking it doesn't even
7: occur to you you know uh, you hey, just speakers.
5: fall asleep you're reading a book you know
7: you're taking a shower and the next thing you know you're out of the shower yeah you're clean you're drying yourself <laughs> off
5: oh yeah i oh i forgot
7: yeah i you know i'm the same at lunch i take a nap that's it now worthington
5: is laying this bullshit trip on loudon that they're they do charity work pro bono kind of work and one of it madonna's
7: never i don't believe it madonna's never been pro bono
5: (laughs) no she he's a competitor she feels yeah Actually, I guess she he wasn't in the day because when in the eighties when she was getting big and they were like boy and war you know what I mean they had they weren't big mega pop stars like today
7: well I think they were kind of quote unquote underground just as much as Madonna was at a certain point so you she know we, I mean, we all knew who YouTube and Madonna was back you know in the early eighties
5: you know like her songs I don't know. There's, they don't make any sense. Like
7: uh, they don't need to make sense. It's a I mean,
5: borderline. Your love is on the borderline. What does it mean? Yeah. Like, you're about to fall in love with me. You just things, things are in
7: trouble, buddy.
5: In my love,
7: <laughs> over the borderline. What does it mean? You it doesn't push matter. It's a good song. What it? You got to keep on pushing, my love. They're having what's a friend relationship. About?
5: Like, express yourself, right? And then the next song yeah, is a hundred percent opposite. Material Girl, like, it's like, go for love. I, I don't know. I could never.
7: Which, okay. What's your What's your favorite Madonna song?
5: I don't. I. Um... You mean like I if I you know choose which is the best of them because there's no
7: fear. Yeah, right. It's karaoke, and you gotta sing a Madonna song. Which one do you sing? Looks you got cigarettes. Where do the fucking cardins come from? Well, it's jail, jail Currency. Oh, I got it.
5: Something, uh, something bonita. Da, 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 <laughs> da, da,
7: da, da. Oh, the song about the fish, the bonita. Now you see the rolls Royce. Yes. It is
5: not a BMW. Replace the
7: Parker rolls. It is not a Bentley. He's going to put that that cougar in the rolls? Well, he's Annie got Ayala. no
5: choice. First of all, he doesn't know it's a cougar yet. He, see, he's so ignorant about it. He's on the phone with them earlier, and he's like, listen, don't let it out of its cage, okay? They're like, yeah, okay.
7: <laughs> Yikes. It's the BC Boys opening for Madonna. <laughs> My brother has a a funny joke. He told me this like 20 years ago. So all due respect to Danny, the late Danny Aiello, but man walks into his house and he sees his wife is sleeping with Danny Aiello. And the guy goes, Danny Aiello, what are you doing? And Danny Aiello says, well, I got a stint on uh, CSI. uh, And then I'm doing a movie in upstate New York. You know, that's hilarious because you could do that with any, like I could say, like I walked in
5: and Anthony Quinn was banging my wife. Like, Anthony <laughs> Quinn, what are you up to? Well, I'm doing late night with Anthony Quinn at the.
7: Um, there you be- go. Me- <laughs> Boo! My brother wrote us another joke.
5: Thank you, Adam. I'm stealing Thank that. Thank you, from Adam. Schiegel.
7: Schiegel. Oh, this is why I paid money. Come on, Madonna. Put on the lipstick.
5: Okay, so she is out on parole, and it's frustrating to this. Okay. These are two police officers who were there that in this cartoon in the beginning. They know about okay. the bad guys, they know about the key to some bank somewhere. They know they I think they know about the picture. I'm not sure. They're like buddy cops throughout and like they'll, they'll be they'll be in the movie a lot. Well, they'll get mad at each other and then he'll be like, "That's it. I'm asking for a transfer," you know. And then at the <laughs> end of the film there's this nice moment when he's like, they doesn't ask for the transfer and they.
7: Oh, well, that's good. That's cute. Well, that's it's like, comedy. Um,
5: he goes tomorrow morning, I'm getting a transfer. And he goes, well, tomorrow is Saturday. And he goes, oh
7: yeah. <laughs> so he goes, <laughs> well,
5: forget it then. Let's just forget the whole thing. You know, and he goes, okay, I won't get a transfer then.
7: No, the we're not like, just saying this because Andrew Smith got to speak to us. This movie is well-written. <laughs> it is like, you know, it It does have a feel of bringing up Baby in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like the screwball comedy. It tries. Just because
5: it has a cougar in it.
7: Right. That's right. Because bringing up Baby had a had a, I don't know, Panther?
5: Yeah, something. It was, I liked that film. And in the sense that, like, she's driving him crazy. You got that in this. But, okay. So, you, know, the, you saw the punch, right? Yeah. Okay. Then they're like, He goes, get her back in here. And they go, do you really want her back in here? And he goes,
4: no way.
5: (laughs) You know, so he just, she just takes her punch.
7: That's ridiculous.
5: Loudon is now going to be like, hi, I'm doing the pro bono work to take you to the bus. And she's not being funny, man. She's just being, I'm pretending I'm an idiot. You know, she's not an idiot. That's the thing. You know Nikki's yeah. not an idiot, so you know she's pretending. It's like that the whole film, and it's one of the reasons it's not
7: good. Well, Madonna has been acting. We we were talking about a film she did uh, in as an art film, an 8 millimeter film called A Certain Sacrifice, which when she blew up, that movie was unearthed. It's, I think she gets sexually harassed in the film, but she's topless. Oh. So I remember Penthouse publishing stills of Madonna and topless. Gotcha, uh, and that's on youtube we, we will watch that movie eventually it's only an hour long though and that's the watch. thing it's
5: only an hour yeah maybe we watch it with that pajama party playboy thing and that's two hours
7: why don't we do that all right carl we got our next movie so okay, no, yeah
5: sure. uh oh go ahead finish your thought because i was just oh i was just to gonna say to screenwriter Ryan andrew
7: co- co-screenwriter andrew smith who we just spoke to He's written for television. He wrote the main event, but one of the weirder things he wrote was the Hugh Hefner Playboy Roller Disco Party Live. Roller Disco Party.
2: Uh,
7: and that's on YouTube. So we may watch that in honor of, of Andrew, uh, yeah. along with the Madonna as a double feature. And then we'll have a second interview with him. Yeah, let's see yeah, how you could talk about Hugh Hefner. How great is that? Now she was,
5: it. Madonna was just coming off Shanghai Surprise which was a terrible okay. box office flop. And um, that's the one
7: with Sean Penn, right? Did they meet and get married or were they already married? They were already married.
5: Yeah. I think that they were already married. I'm not so up on my Madonna history, except for right. the exact time of this film. Cause I wanted to know what was going on in her life, but I think they were probably already married. Yeah. Now look, Madonna just touched the cougar. She, right. did Madonna calls the cougar baby, by the way, she watched that film, like researching this, watch a film. Uh, see what other romantic comedies did. Um, 1986, Shanghai Surprise failed. Madonna si- decided to sign t- onto another comedy called Slammer, um, but she had to convince Warner Brothers and the film's producer she was ready. Also, she turned down Blind Date for this.
7: Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. One of the more, yeah.
5: The that's whole comedic movie. premise of this thing is, "Can I drive?" And he goes, "Yeah." And then she drives like an asshole, right? So with a tiger. the a tiger joke.
7: Oh, and she takes goes, three you spots
5: sideways, so so it doesn't scratch." At some Look point- at those
7: tattoos. I've never seen Madonna's tattoo before on her right arm. Okay. All right, we'll have to see. So, okay. yeah, because. You know, she's a pop megastar, and pop megastars tend to gravitate towards movies, which we love to watch. Right. And so she had a certain sacrifice back when she was in the New York art scene, I guess Breakfast Club, the band. But then Desperately Seeking yeah. Susan, 82, 83. Yeah. She was terrific in it, but she didn't really have to act in that. Well, because she wasn't a phony baloney. See, right
5: now, you know she's acting. Put on the volume. Let's listen to how she talks.
7: are you i'm sorry we'll catch another one
5: i'll i'll bring it up then you'll see what i'm talking
7: okay about. we'll get a madonna speech okay
5: in now the director talks about this too that in his opinion she was just being herself in uh, suddenly seeking susan and that's why she you know came up off but well, also she wasn't the star of it really she wasn't no the star. no she,
7: she was susan right like she was it, the. It
5: revolved around her Right, but she wasn't the star, and she, yeah. Right. So anyway, in this one, she was going over every line. She would always need five extra minutes in the beginning to make sure if her scene, she was supposed to be out of breath, she would do push-ups before the scene. Huh. She was, like, really into getting it perfect. But what that came out is, like, phony. I don't believe her as an actress. Um she had to convince okay uh i have this whole thing about how she had to convince all these executives that she could pull this off and because she was such a pop star they believed in it now they did she's stealing they did invest she more
7: Sorry, Carl. Go ahead and then I have to say this.
5: They invested more money in the soundtrack than in the movie, which tells you how much they believed in her music. Go ahead.
7: Yeah. Well, that's because soundtracks in the 80s were big business, Top mm-hmm. Gun and stuff. I just wanted to say, she's stealing, as you can see, these cassettes have the uh, protective plastic coating. Yes. It prevents you from, and she stole the one cassette that wasn't in the case. Like when you see her grab <laughs> cassettes, she's grabbing ones that don't have, look, doesn't have a cassette case. Right.
5: So she's probably getting like Engelbert Humperdinck. And right. That's well right. What it's a S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. The Bay City Rollers.
7: Sam <laughs> Goody's got it. When she, it comes to thieving, Sam Goody's got it. Keith part walked to a Sam Goody in 1987 and not see Madonna everywhere. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. She, her acting, like, she's a director, Carl. You know, yeah. she, well, she, she married Guy Ritchie. She married Guy Ritchie, the director, and his second film was um, a remake of this 1974 Italian film about.
5: Wait, wait, a rich wait, wait, woman. wait, 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 wait! She just took the tape and put it in that guy's pocket and said, "Meet me outside. I got to ditch this guy." So it sets the alarm off. Now she can walk through with all her stolen stuff.
7: How could she do that to Michael Jackson?
5: <laughs> okay, you were saying though
7: oh i love this i love thriller oh yeah uh no no i i think i i nailed everything i needed to say Mm -hmm. she stole the jacket
5: no okay turn the sound on we'll get you'll hear her voice and you'll see what i'm talking about start all over again i think you're doing the right thing
0: yeah thanks for everything Goodbye, Murray. I'm going to miss you most of all.
5: Murray. All right. She's got that little... Uh, no, no, come on, doll. come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on.
7: But... I'm supposed to make sure you get on the bus. Come on. Get
5: in. Can I drive? Oh, absolutely. Leave it on. All right. All right. Maybe. All right. Now
3: look at this. But no tricks. No
5: tricks. You hear that? Keep it on.
3: No
0: tricks. Promise? I promise. No, I
5: promise. I'll tell you no when tricks. to turn it off. And don't worry, it won't be forever.
7: Good. He
0: promises
7: I no tricks. Guess what?
5: What? Tricks! What? Okay. Sorry.
7: Sorry. Just, she, she was married to Guy Ritchie.
5: I don't believe her.
7: She was married to Guy Ritchie. Swept Away was the movie about a, a rich countess or whatever crashes in a plane with the with her like servants or whatever and they they have class struggles as they are on the island the remake that Richie did wasn't great and in mm-hmm. fact he stopped making movies for a while I got an ad got an Damn. ad guys skip, skip
5: ad.
7: all right um, we are on 24 minutes from, exactly they 24. were married 8
5: years Guy
7: Richie oh I'm sorry yeah. go ahead Uh, Well, I'm going to give everyone the countdown. I will let you know when we get to 24, 15, 24, 10, 24, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Thank you for rejoining
5: us. (laughs) Yeah. They were married
7: eight years,
5: starting in 2000.
7: Okay. uh, He did uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, became Uh an international sensation, Did Snatch was kind of more of the same, and then he did Swept Away, and that movie was bad. And it starred the son of the original Italian actor, played the role. It's this weird movie. Interesting. And he kind of disappeared, and then he started making like weird films, like Rockefeller. But now he's like a you know a normal big time director. So he kind of recovered from Madonna. Madonna herself directed two movies, including a film called W.E. I haven't had a chance to see him. I need to. You see how
5: she's just being an asshole driving? That is the whole gag.
7: Well, she is, a, she is driving a roll, so she has every right. Oh, cheap-ass <laughs> rolls. The fucking muffler popped out. <laughs> Can't find a good help. Any good rolls lately.
5: Okay, there is one, maybe the only good joke in this film coming. So go ahead and okay. put the sound on, and I promise it won't be long. The cop's going to ask her. Okay, Loudon is pretending All that she right, like, well, Okay, here Thank we go. God you found husband's having an got to get him to the hospital. Is
0: this the way?
5: <laughs> That's the joke, okay? That's it. That's funny. Let
4: me you see your license. I
0: don't have a license see i was only driving because it was an emergency
7: and i mean i just i don't vote. Um... to it. so it's hard to listen to her split, for the entire movie now
5: music. i hit
7: pause i'm sorry people we are going to be at 1607 in huh. six seven 2607 sorry about that you, 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 without... i did that okay. too Science!
6: Oh, wait, leave it on.
7: This is funny. I'm
2: going to
5: need some information. What's the patient's name? His, his name is Loudon. Loudon, what? Clear. Loud and clear. <laughs> I think his name
7: is Loudon Clear. I can't riff on this movie. if she's, Madonna's taking my best jokes.
5: <laughs> now, this nurse is another one. Her name is Liz Sheridan. She's just a character actress. You know her face. Uh, Remington Steele. Uh, Play the game in 2009. You'll just know her face.
7: Oh, right. Madonna Uh, was
5: married to Sean Penn from 85 through 89. Look, it's me. What? That's me, sleeping. (laughs) Young you. Young me. (laughs) That's more Adam than you.
7: Yeah. Oh, look, so he's been out, and he has a day's worth of stubble. Look at that stubble, man. Griffin, I'm so jealous.
5: (laughs) You like that?
7: Yeah. His baby classy. face. Yeah, right, he's got a baby face, but then when the stubble comes, it's 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 there.
5: Originally Sean Penn was set to co-star with Madonna after Shanghai Surprise flopped, the producers opted to go with Griffin Dunn from his press office success with After Hours. But the thing is, I also hear on the internet he was going to be one of the cops. Sean Penn was going to be one of the cops.
7: Oh, how ironic yeah but
5: he was in jail now he was in jail for being an asshole he like beat Mm -hmm. up one of madonna's friends and when he was on the set of that movie with this uh director uh james foley he beat up one of the uh extras you know and he was in jail for violating his parole not for those two offenses so crazy yeah what a loser man and, you know, he's a great actor and an intelligent human being and she's just something about, like, being in the whole buzz world of Madonna. I, I don't know. The, I don't want to speak bad about Madonna, but. Right. Okay. This, we missed a very funny joke. I, he he runs out to the taxi stand, right? And he goes, taxi, taxi! <laughs> like he's trying to get a taxi. They're all lined up and sitting there, you know. <laughs>
7: Uh, I did you see Sean Penn, face the, face
5: too. Um, I saw
7: Sean Penn at the airport once did you yeah well-dressed did guy he,
5: did he sneer at you were you hit what happened
7: yeah I, I don't know after he punched me things were kind of blurry uh, <laughs> this is going no, fine Sean... it was just a well-dressed guy you know who looked like it was Sean Penn
5: this humanitarian is thing. this is Sean Sullivan, and he's the gun dealer. He was in Back to the Future Part Three and Wayne's World, and film called. Whoa, Fifth. whoa, whoa!
7: Yes. So, do you think he was like one? You never notice in the Back to the Future trilogy, the the bad guy always has like a henchman. Uh, yeah, he's a henchman, right? In three.
5: I I don't know the answer because he's so brief in this film, but I right. think he does a good performance. He just he's pretending to be the totally into guns guy. Uh, and paranoid, and it's working.
7: He looks like Yahoo serious, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Young Yahoo serious. Mm-hmm. Madonna has six kids. I know. God bless her. And she's going on tour again, so she could feed her children. <laughs> I love Madonna. So, uh, real quick, the other Madonna movies, *Vita* is a good. uh she was in the James Bond movie that she sang the song, maybe the living daylights. She had a, a brief fencing scene. And Carl, I told you about a movie called Blue in the Face. Do you remember that? No. So uh, there was a Miramax film based on a Paul Auster novel. Uh, he actually wrote it. And uh, Smoke, I think, Smoke, it was called. Right. And it was Harvey Keitel, heard- he owned a cigar shop and it was in the neighborhood and they made a, a companion piece, Wayne Wang, the director, where- What's they, his they name? All... Wang, Wayne Wang, I believe. Wayne Wang? I'm, a, I'm a little hesitant because I, it may not be him, but what they did was they followed up with, oh, zip. God damn goddammit. Oh, that's I, the, the Rolls Royce.
5: Yeah, okay, so he is now out of the hospital and discovering Madonna's take, Nikki has taken it to this shady area to buy a gun, He doesn't know about her like troubles yet with the. um... Well, anyway, he knew where she. He was. uh, He's arriving to see this, and now the dad's going to give him a call. How's it going, son? You know. Um,
7: (laughs) Great dad. a, A
5: league of their own. She was in a league of their own.
7: So these guys are like what taking the phone and they're they're spray painting the car and they're taking their their pants like something they're I don't being
5: know. stereotypes yeah about you know like we'll do crime if you're unprotected in our neighborhood we will just do crime but
7: right do so us. in the seventies the hubcaps would be removed
5: right mm-hmm. yeah. they were right. taking the car stereo all this sort of stuff
7: so what, one of the guys the gets the phone and he goes hello
5: and he goes. He goes, Oh, it's for you. He gives it to Loud.
7: Car phone. Car phone. Excuse me, guys, I got a car phone. 1987.
5: Right. Actually, you're right about that, Mike. This is really a kind of prestigious thing we're witnessing.
7: Do you remember that scene in, in vacation where they up gummy
5: suit? I I'm interested.
7: Gummies brought to you by Mike. Performing on this show. Okay, we are at 32 minutes i'm going to let you guys know when it's 32 15 so go ahead and set it i'll be doing the countdown and then we'll just keep going so we're at 11 12 13 14 15 thanks for rejoining us speak of which carl i'll be right back
5: no god damn it god damn it <sighs> Madonna moved to New York City in 1978 to pursue a career in modern dance. After performing as a drummer, a guitarist, and a vocalist in the rock bands Breakfast Club and Emmy, she rose to solo stardom with her debut solo album, Madonna, 1983. Uh, Madonna's popularity was enhanced uh by roles in such films as desperately seeking susan dick tracy in 1990 a league of their own in 92 Evita in 96. while her letter won her a golden globe award for best actress many of her films were not well received uh, uh, uh. but the thing about her is she just kicked ass with record sales totally and her world tours made lots of
7: money over 300 i forgot about i forgot about dick tracy you are back.
5: Oh, did you hear me the whole time?
7: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard you, Carl. Talking about Madonna playing drugs. Okay.
5: So, not to be deterred, with all this pressure, Loudon Jeremy is going Pippen. to get Madonna on that bus. So,
7: wait, is are there bodyguards following them? Is there bad guys? Oh, because they want to get that key. That's right. And they want to... See... Madonna
5: doesn't know what's the bank, you see. Uh, They're both wearing those shirts. She's getting the gun. You'll say it's homoerotic. She's getting the gun um, in order to go to the bad guys and say, which bank is it?
7: You know, that's
5: what her whole goal is here.
7: Man, New York City. Now he's like, he's
5: calling in the, the, it's, it's of course Loudon's credit card.
7: Oh, wow. Expires eight nine sixty dollars
5: Now, today you would do some iPad thing,
7: but he has to
5: phone, <laughs> right? And talk to oh, a human being and give him the number.
7: Yeah. Well, right. He would have a um... – oh,
5: I lost the thread. Sorry. No problem. Now, she's got her gun, and let's get going. Um, Move. We got to move. Is that another song of music. Let your body go with them. Come <laughs> on in Vogue. Am I thinking of a different song?
7: Let no, no, that's body it. Vogue.
5: Move to the music. Come on in Vogue. I don't. I'm not a fan, man.
7: I don't understand. There's why you're nothing not. to <laughs> it. Vogue. Vogue. You ever see Paris is Burning? The documentary about voguing. No it's great it's great people will say that madonna took like a club s- style like it was happening in gay clubs in new york city and that she kind of co-opted it and that. came out with this mainstream hit appropriating it just as much as people complain about deborah harry and rapture
5: oh yes actually yeah yeah
7: so that's what people the big complaint about the song vogue is that she kind of basically took other people's culture and just kind of mainstreamed it yeah But, you know, Madonna is Madonna. She is part of it. You know, she's part of culture, too.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, people like David Bowie would do stuff like that, and they wouldn't get fingers pointed at them. Yeah. Okay, now, you see, she's going to set off the fire alarm. That's going to be the... That's
7: not possible. You can't... Is that true, Carl? You could put a lighter, cigarette lighter under... Yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, it's heat. It goes off by heat. For... uh, what is that? Fahrenheit 451. That's the yeah. That's paper burning a flame.
7: Um. Carl, what? I gave you my copy of Fahrenheit 451. What? Did, whatever happened to that? I burnt it, of course. Yeah, oh, Carl.
5: That was, I was almost finished. State. That was against really? the state. <laughs> I'm a, I'm in the I'm a fireman.
7: God, I, got I didn't call. finish it, Carl. I was one chapter <laughs> left.
5: People who don't know that book are gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking?" about?
7: Everyone knows that book. I'm not too worried about it.
5: Everybody in their 50s.
7: (laughs) (laughs) We're watching a movie with Madonna. Listen, if you know who Madonna is, you probably know Fahrenheit 451.
5: Yeah. If you were. Okay. So that's what happened. She got her way. Everyone. Now she's getting out, and it's time to confront the bad guy. I don't right. believe her, man. Even when she was going like, I'm looking around, I'm pretending that I'm surveying the scene. I just don't believe her as an actress.
7: Oh, um, I, this, this is my thought. I've that Rolls Royce scene where everyone's ripping off his car with, it reminds me of the, the vacation scene, that kind of racist scene where they uh, stop and ask for directions and all the black guys still their stuff.
5: Oh, was that in the movie vacation?
7: Yeah. The, for the original.
5: I thought I knew that film well. I don't remember that part.
7: It was written by John Hughes, and he got called out yeah. for it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to say about that.
5: Okay. Now, yeah. I have things about Madonna's acting. Go ahead. What's your thought? Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be No, talking. I just
7: want to know what the picture is. Like, this picture must be so fucking disgusting that even after four years, he's worried about it. What? What's that? The picture in the safe deposit box.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Look, I, I don't know. They were, the bad guys were with Worthington, and they were, like, exchanging money and exchanging certificates, shaking hands. I really don't know what the crime is.
7: Like, it wasn't caught in the act of sex or killing a baby seal or anything like that?
5: We'll have to wait for the manila envelope. Now, I've seen this film a bunch of times. As you know, we had a few starts and stops, and I saw it in between. So maybe I've seen this film, like, this is my fifth time, maybe. I'm a little I'm not sure anymore. Sure. And I, I just don't catch that every single time. I don't know what to say. There's a crime, and Worthington wants it covered up.
7: Gotcha. But he wasn't like sleeping with uh, another dude or another woman or a dude and a woman. Maybe
5: he was, and I don't know it.
7: All right, sounds good.
5: All good. Now he, she's finally explaining to him what she's up to. She needs to get the safety deposit box. You can turn it on if you want. It's it's just another example of her not. I'm not believing her.
0: They still
5: oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> Look, she's trying that's to. Me. People mistake
7: Madonna with that same mole.
5: Okay, I'm done. Talk about her acting now. Okay, Madonna would. A- Madonna would ask for five minutes to study the script. If, uh, for example, okay. <laughs> okay, Dunn Said Madonna liked her first take the best. She always did. I think my best is around the fourth. She always says, you got it, you got it. She was driving me crazy, just like her character would. We had to make a compromise as to which take is the best.
7: Madonna- Carl, Carl, we, I just skipped ad. It's 40 minutes exactly right now. And
4: we're I'll let you know down when down. we get to
7: 40, 40 10 seconds. So right now we're six, seven, eight, nine, 10. We're all in line. She's Madonna's whistling. Welcome back.
5: Thank you for re-engaging. Okay. This is unbelievable. He goes, I'll help you with, but I need that cougar. I have to return the cougar and we can't find him. She goes,
7: how did you do that?
5: She whistles baby, you know, she whistles and right. How does she have, she's a, that cougar's a familiar. How does she, it's her spirit animal. How in the world?
7: Well, I I mean, honestly, like a lot of this, my suspension of disbelief is probably out the window with the gun shooting scene. So, (laughs) yeah,
5: yeah. you You know, know, they shoot a machine gun at
7: him. Yeah.
5: The second day they were filming with the cougar, the cougar did escape and they had to halt filming and go fucking find him. You know, that's going to happen, right? If there's a cougar in a movie, he's going to get out.
7: So if you're shooting a movie in New York City and you have a cougar. Chances are, you know, the cougar might just step out. Yeah, What is she eating? Chicken nuggets with a fork? I think it's Asian. Oh, try some sweet and sour sauce. They're chicken nuggets.
5: Oh, that's why she has a,
7: That's why she has a fork so she can feed it to baby. <laughs> There's bad oh. guy. That yeah, from me. the animation. Right. Doesn't he look the same? Carl, can that's we- 40 minutes ago. Right? I saw this guy first as a cartoon character 40 minutes ago. Am I supposed to remember him now?
5: You, but you did. But you did. I right? did.
7: Well, his I, name I, is he Coty looks great Mundy. as a cartoon. I got to
5: tell you, come on. I don't have a lot of time. Cote Mundy is his name, right? And he yeah. was her Madonna's great friend. He was like a leader of this jazz band, uh, Kid Creole and the Coconuts. In a, oh, I love band. Kid, Kid Creole. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, that's it. Now, okay. I feel like I might have been a little rude the way I interrupted you. Were you in the middle of a thought? Go ahead.
7: No, no. I was just reciting Madonna.
5: Okay. So now it's basically, you know, I need to know which bank, you know, and and they're like, so scared. All right. All right. Never mind. Uh, Madonna wanted James Foley to give her proper direction on set, but he preferred for her to be a real self rather than her persona in music videos. Foley stressed the fact Madonna was very uptight about her acting into every detail, determined to have the correct portrayal, and that's probably why it wasn't so good. Yeah. And desperately seeking Susan, she didn't know what she was doing. She was just being natural, and that was at her best.
7: Well, I asked for my money back when it came out. I said to the manager, I said, where's Marlo Thomas? <laughs> i came to see that girl movie
5: yeah that girl that was yeah the sitcom would always open up with someone's you know say well who took that girl
7: right right some dog pissed on me whose dog is it that girl that girl i got kicked in the nuts who did it By
5: February 1987, Madonna's scenes were already shot, although she proceeded to linger on the set to watch Foley and his team work. Foley described her as being around the set as not acting, um, not acting, was a pain in the ass. She won't skimp on cost. She should know that Warner's had a tight schedule, constraints on budget. Lots of complaints. So
7: just her hanging around the set after her scenes was causing budget issues.
5: Yeah, she would say, like, um, uh, "I what I think he means is she would comment on this, we need the car to go over the cliff like it is right now. I mean, that's what she, he's saying. There's tight schedule and constraints on the budget. So, she was hanging around making sure her film went to task, like she should. Right. But he thought it was a pain in the ass. James By the, the way, the internet says there's a continuity error. You can definitely see it's a stunt man when the car goes over the edge. I don't know.
7: Oh, I was going to say that car needs to tip over. Right now, he's got.
5: Remember, he knows how to. He's got a foil. What? What did you call it? E M M E? Yeah,
7: it's in every crossword puzzle. Four letters. Uh, fencing sword. E P E E.
5: E P E E E P. Okay. I didn't know that. I just knew it as a foil, and he's an expert at it. So now he's got the car antenna.
7: Again, this is not the only fencing movie Madonna was in. She played a fencer in in, uh, uh, Living Daylights, I think. Not the Living Daylights. Gosh. There was a Pierre Bronson movie where she played a a fencing instructor. Oh, have you seen Body (laughs) of Evidence?
5: uh yes with william uh, defoe
7: william
5: william this is kind of entertaining yeah i mean you have to knock the film but this particular scene he's doing swashbuckler stuff and teetering over the edge of a and you know what's gonna happen
7: it's more fun than shanghai surprise right shanghai surprise is unwatchable Whoa, Whoa. all right.
5: Now, did you see how we didn't see it, Mike?
7: Yeah, it
5: didn't go in the water. Trump Tower, Trump Tower, Ah. Trump came down, uh, for in this scene. We don't, I mean. Okay, at one point when the crew were shooting in front of Trump Plaza, Donald Trump came down from his penthouse for a major photo op with the paparazzi, ensuring he'd be seen with Madonna in the New York Post the following day.
7: <laughs> I mean, literally the paparazzi shows up at his doorstep. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you just go downstairs from your penthouse? Take the golden escalator down to your from your penthouse right. and
5: now right now Madonna is saying, I'm bullshit. I'm f- pretending, and Loudon's going, I'm a good actor, and I'm a comedic actor, and I'm doing right. my, I'm doing my job right now. I know that, Loudon.
7: One of my favorite yeah. Griffin Dunn movies, Carl, you Turns gotta check me. out a film called Me and Him. Me and Him. It came out maybe a couple years after this. He wakes up and discovers his penis could talk. What? And the voice of his penis is performed by Mark Lynn Baker from Perfect Strangers.
5: What is the name of this film?
7: The film is called "Me and Him."
5: Me from and Doris.
7: Him. Doris Story is the d- director. It's one of the best films I've seen. I saw it in the theater.
5: That reminds me of the um. Cha- ch- what's the talk? Chatterbox, chatterbox. Yeah,
7: right. We saw Chatterbox with Virginia.
5: Verbox.
7: <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Talking.
5: T- okay. I'll check it
7: yeah. out. I mean it's it, I'm sure he's embarrassed by the film it's but it's good I like it and he's directed Practical Magic Griffin Dunn's for me is like a director you know uh-huh. just as well as an actor but he's he's kind of he's directed a bunch of stuff and he goes every time he's on set and somebody fucks up he goes I am
5: done <laughs> That's it
7: Well you know how Ryan Seacrest always says like Seacrest out Yeah Can you imagine him would be like done out Yes, you told us the first time. Redundant, redundant. Oh,
5: skip, skip. Oh, fuck. I you, I can't. Ad. I
7: have the video. We'll play after ad. I gotta uh, watch this guy eat. Jordan, Michael, Johnny, Michael, B. Jordan. Good. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Wait, let's take this card. <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah. High five. Skip, back. out. Bad. Hey, skip ad. Skip. We are at forty-eight minutes exactly, guys. Give them a countdown. They're stealing the baby. Wow God, yeah, I have but, to say this New York City looks so great in this movie. Everything just pops out, you know. It looks like a beautiful day. Now look, she's stealing. Who? That girl? <laughs> Who's that girl? Which is, I, I told you, Carl. That song rips off NBC's uh, jingle.
5: I was thinking about it. It's not exactly right because NBC, who's that? That girl. You know, you're right. It's the it's that the underlying chord on the third note is different than NBC's mate. It goes who's that? Then it goes girl.
7: You're right. You're right. But but
5: still, you're you're still right. For the notes,
7: yeah. I mean, I have my um. Oh, What's that called? Not accordion. Never mind. So noted. All right, we went oh, to it's stop. it's an, an ad Carl.
5: for Cartier. It's an ad for Tiffany's. Skip ad. Just kidding.
7: It's product. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. My algorithm will never give me a Cartier's ad. Don't worry about it.
5: <laughs> Look, I was he's a character actor too, who you've seen before.
7: Yeah. So There's that's Trump Tower Trump they walked Tower.
5: out of? Yeah.
7: Oh. That's I would have complained to Mr. Jab, Trump. She... Hey, look, Rudy Giuliani.
5: <laughs> when when everybody liked him.
7: Uh, right. Back when he was like a lawyer.
5: Oh uh actually, oh yeah, you're right, of course. In eighty seven he was not the mayor. It was nine eleven he was the mayor. And that's so when is this liked Ed
7: Koch's New York City right now?
5: 1987. No, I think that was um, the the D- one D- who sweat D- all the time. D- Dinkins, right? Yeah. No, no. Dink. Well, okay. For sure, 88, 89, it was Dinkins. I don't know when the election cycle was. It was just after Koch or during?
7: Yeah, maybe it's just at the end of Koch. Mm-hmm. Who's that girl?
5: Yeah, I got to get that out of my head. Let's go with another one of her songs.
7: So, also, Papa, don't I'm, I'm,
5: preach. I'm in There you show. go. No! Papa Vogue.
7: Don't. She got a one-hitter? Yeah. Well, well, I made up the... my
0: mind. I'm...
7: Get into the one-hit groove. You got to <laughs> prove. Oh, <laughs> hey, you ever hear an album? Sonic Youth did a, a Madonna album. That's funny. They called themselves Chicone Youth after her real last name. And they cover uh, Get Into the Groove and another song. And then the rest of the album is just them farting around. But it's definitely a curio for fans of Sonic Youth. I'm sure you're familiar with this album.
5: I am going to check that out. Get Into the Groove sung by Sonic Youth.
7: Yeah, as Chiconi Youth.
5: Right, because her name is Madonna Louise Chicone. Yeah. Chicone um she's born in 58 the old bag um her works incorporate social political sexual and religious themes uh oh, they're trying to make her sound like no but it is true don't you remember she cultural had cultural figure of the 20 and 21st century yeah
7: she did a song and i'm trying to remember what it was and Pepsi was premiering the world exclusive premiere of the, her video. Uh huh. And the video was so charged that they dropped the campaign almost immediately. Well, you know, she.
5: Yeah, she did that book in which she was totally naked. I haven't. Unheard of. She was sitting on a mirror looking at her cooch. People Carl, I have the book. On. Oh, I don't, don't. doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> of course, you have it.
7: Yeah, of course, I have it. It's her kissing like Vanilla uh, Ice. She's naked, uh, hitchhiking with high heels. She's uh, a dom. You n- remember Udo Kier? Remember Suspiria? The the guy that shows up towards the end of the movie and just gives this great speech and leaves. He he's in the sex book. Udo mm-hmm. Udo Kier, who passed away recently. So, you meaning. know, yeah, it's an interesting book. It's, it's metallic. The cover is, uh, it's an oversized book and it's metal covers with like a spiral binding, which uh-huh. is, of course, falls apart almost immediately. And it's buried <laughs> in my bookcase somewhere.
5: <laughs> so now, like, we're seeing the contrast of Madonna's street Smarts with classy Worthington bridesmaids
7: you know. So she just crashes the bridal party?
5: Well, he's got to go there because he has to make arrangements for the wedding. Later on he needs to go to a um a, a board meeting to see if they can get into the condo that they want. So yeah. he she's something he has to do. He's got to get her to the bus. That's his mission, but he still has his arrangements for the wedding. So that's how he bumps into the two worlds. He hit Wendy Worthington on the ass, by the way, yeah. Wendy Worthington, you might know her from, um, um, uh, 16 candles. Here she right. is. Do you remember in 16 candles? The, the guy, the, the king of the nerds, like a, a beautiful girl, like falls in love with him. She was the, boyfriend oh of movie, molly ringwald
7: yeah that's yeah, yeah. wait a minute is she the one that the farmer sleeps with when she's unconscious the farmer well michael anthony hall
5: oh yeah well no i don't mike uh, mike you're saying that she was sexually assaulted that that he she was asleep and he fucked her
2: <laughs> so yeah. i don't
5: think that happened in 16 candles they yeah, had a romance well, that's what i'm saying It was consenting. She was awake. Well,
7: well, (laughs) she was trying. Molly Ringwald
2: wrote an article years ago